Welcome to The Lexi Show, hosted by me, Lexi D'Angelo, industry rule breaker, intuitive magic maker, and life and business coach. I'm a firm believer that normal is boring, provocative is new perfection, and true transformation happens from the inside out. Get ready to reach your next level of success by tossing out the cookie cutters and claiming your distinct magic with a unique blend of business strategy, self-mastery, spirituality, sexuality, and everything in between. There's truly nothing that is off limits in this show. So get ready to get real, raw, and go deep. All right, let's do this thing. Hey there, I am so excited for you to be tuning into today's episode. And I wanted to let you know that this episode is part of a series. So it is part of Rich Witch Academy, which is brought to you by the Integrative Alchemy Practitioner Certification. So Rich Witch Academy is a totally free experience for you to get a taste of the magic inside of the paid certification. We have so many juicy lessons, trainings, and materials inside of the certification. And while we have literally hundreds, if not thousands, of testimonials, case studies, love notes, videos from our students that rave about the program and the results, sometimes you have to experience it for yourself. So we are opening up the castle doors, we're cracking them open for a hot second for you to get a tiny taste of the magic inside. So inside of Rich Witch Academy, you will get a taste of the lessons, the trainings straight from the certification so you can see what the teachings are all about. Now, I just want to say that, again, this is just a tiny, tiny percentage of what's inside of the certification, but hopefully it will give you an indication as to the type of lessons that we have, the spell work, so that's basically our magical homework that our students complete, and you want to make sure that you, yes, tune into this episode, but even better would be to go to IamArichWitch.com and for you to actually sign up for Rich Witch Academy, which again is totally free, at least right now, so you can get access to this portal that will have all of the previous trainings inside of it. You'll get access to all of the spell work, which is super juicy. Literally every single person who has joined uh, the certification has come from Rich Witch Academy because they are, or I should say people who have joined recently have come from Rich Witch Academy because they have listened to the trainings, they've done the spell work, and just from this free training, from these free resources alone, they have seen such profound shifts and results. So it's free. All it takes is your time and your energy, which I do not take lightly. I know you could do anything with your time, your energy, and I so value it, but I know that it is going to just completely wow you and that if you actually commit to listening and then integrating and embodying this stuff, you are going to be blown away and you are going to collapse the timelines. 
So enjoy this episode. If you're interested in learning more about the certification, go to www.lexydangelo.com forward slash certification. And if you have any questions at all, you can message me over on Instagram at Lexi D'Angelo, or you can message me on our school account, which is at Integrative Alchemy. All right, enjoy this episode and also make sure that you actually enroll in Rich Witch Academy, which is totally free over at IamRichWitch.com. Hey everyone, how are you? Welcome to day two of December Witch Week. I am so excited to have you here. If you're just tuning in and you're like, what are you talking about? Well, this training is all about seducing your shadows and it's a part of something called Rich Witch Academy, which is totally free. And what's really cool about it is that all the content is, is taken straight from the Integrative Alchemy Practitioner Certification. So the spells, the trainings, the tricks, the tools, the techniques that are inside of our multi-thousand dollar program are yours for free. And the reason that we do this is because we want to give you a taste of the magic inside. We know that the certification is the best of the best and that our students totally transform and get the most incredible results, not only for themselves, but they become these masterful practitioners who confidently and competently facilitate miracle style results with their clients. So the ripple effect that happens because of the work inside of the certification is massive. And we also understand that maybe you want to get a taste before you say yes. So this is another little taste for you. This is just a tiny, tiny, tiny part of the certification, but it is my pleasure to be able to bring this to you for free today. So if you are not a part of Rich Witch Academy, you are going to want to join because in order to get access to the spell work and uh, the trainings and have access to them long-term, you need to go to IamARichWitch.com and you can easily access the goods there. So let me just go ahead and make sure that we are alive, that everything is good. Let's see. If you're joining live right now, say hello. I would love to know if you're live, if you're watching the replay, let me know you're watching the replay. If this is your first time tuning in, amazing, welcome. If you are not new to this, then welcome back. I'd love to know who is here for yesterday's training because parts of yesterday's training are kind of relevant to today's training. So let me know. Okay, awesome. Let me just turn my volume down here. Woohoo! Gina's in the house. Lily's here. Who else is live with us? Welcome. I'm so fucking excited. All right. How many of you have done shadow work before? I would love to hear. Is this new to you or have you explored it before? Let me know. Yesterday was epic. Yay. I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. I'm so happy to hear that. And yeah, if you haven't gone to yesterday's training, make sure that you go to IamARichWitch.com, sign up. You can get access to yesterday's trainings. You can get access to past trainings. It's all super juicy. All right. So I am 
am, you know, I've tried to make this training as mm, short, <laughs> not as short, it's not short, but as compact as possible. There's a lot more that I dive into inside of the certification in terms of shadow work and playing with the shadow, but this is going to be a nice taster, a good teaser to kind of just get introduced to it. Yeah, Venus has definitely been diving into my shadows more than ever lately. Cool. So what have you been doing to dive into your shadows? How have you been exploring your shadows? I would love to hear. Oh, yeah. So I think we shared to the coven as well by accident. That was my fault. <laughs> That's okay. It should be shared to uh, the Rich Witch Academy group as well. So it should be there. Okay, so I would love to hear anybody who has done shadow work before, let me know if this is new to you, amazing. I'm gonna go ahead and just dive on in and share my screen. So give me a second to get that all set up. All right. Move this out of the way. Let me make this a little bit bigger. And then we will get going. All right, if it's not in RWA, it should be soon. Brittany's on top of it, she's got it. Fallon's here, Naomi's here, Jillian's here, yay! Hi everybody. We are just diving in and I was asking who here has done shadow work before or is this totally new to you? Naomi says, I'm so excited for this. Genevieve is with us again. Hey, Genevieve, welcome back. Genevieve was our amazing demo participant last time. I've heard of shadow work and I think I've done it unknowingly or without much direction. Yeah, totally. There are so many forms of shadow work. And like I said, today is more of like a very light introduction. So there's so much more that we can dive into in shadow work and we do inside of the certification both at the practitioner level and at the master level. So just know that what we're talking about today is a teaser, an introduction, and inside the certification, we go a lot deeper. All right, so welcome to Richridge Academy's Seduce Your Shadows. So I have a question for you. In this moment, do you feel safe to be the truest version of you. I would love to know, and what automatically comes up for you? Is it a yes, is it a no? When you feel into it a little bit more, what's the truth? Do you feel safe to be the truest version of you? I would love to hear what's coming up for you. I've personally done a lot of work around shadow work, being the truest version of myself, being 100% unapologetically expressed. And personally, I still don't feel like it's safe to be the truest version of me. Yes, I feel a lot more safe and unapologetic about my expression than I have in the past, but this is still a constant evolution. And I also realize the more that I shed the layers of my conditioning, my non-self, the more that I realize like, oh, 
there's more work to do to get to that truest self. And that's cool. And that's amazing. And I'm here for it. Rachel says, nope. Jillian's is very fascinated by shadow work. Fallon says, I do in my business and in my relationship, but not with my family. Okay, cool. Jillian says, nope, still struggling with that. Yeah. So it's interesting because hmm, we have been trained and brought up and conditioned for so long to learn that it's actually not safe to be the truest version of ourselves. And even if we have well-meaning teachers or parents or guides or coaches or whatever it is, it's still been really ingrained in us that it is not safe to be the true us. Uh, Naomi says, ditto, I'm much closer, but I know there's always room for more of this work to get closer. Yeah, totally. Genevieve says, not really, but I'm feeling more confident than I have been in the past. Okay, awesome. So I'm going to bring us back to what we talked about yesterday. So yesterday we talked about how there's like three parts of the brain, the triune brain. It's a very well-known model. And we talked a lot about the subconscious and how really there are these two parts. There's the reptilian and then there's mammalian. Mammalian. Oh, I always tongue twist this. Mammalian. There we go. Brain. So the reptilian brain wants to survive. The mammalian brain wants to feel connection, social bonds, and trust. The subconscious mind is what is totally in control, like 99.996% of the time. So if we want to survive, if we want to feel connected and we want to have these social bonds and that's what's driving the show, then it's going to be really hard for us to feel 100% comfortable as our truest self. Because here's the thing, what happens is that any new action, as we learned yesterday, is scary because a new action, a new way of being, that is uncertain and uncertainty can mean death. And so we will want to self-sabotage in those situations. So death is avoided by all costs by the reptilian brain, right? So then we have the other brain, the, the mammalian brain. And this is the part that I just said longs to be deeply connected to others. But here's the thing. How many times have you been in a social situation and you've covered up your truth simply to fit in? How often have you been afraid of letting people in to your inner world, into your true inner world, and letting people see your true expression because you were unsure if people could handle it or could understand what exists there. So I want to hear what you all think about this and if there's ever been a situation that you've encountered that before. Uh, let's see. Genus is definitely not fully safe, but way more confident these days. Busting through a lot of things, holding me back, and letting go of friends that were weighing me down. Rachel says, self-doubt is intense. I don't give a monkey's what anyone else says. It's my negativity that's the worst. Okay, interesting. Cool. So personally, I know that I have definitely been in many situations where I have withheld my truth. I have maybe um, 
put a different filter on my expression or I've, you know, um, dampened my expression in my light or I've said something because I wanted to fit in, because I wanted to be loved, because I wanted to feel a part of the crowd. And here's the thing, humans fear death, of course, and that is something that with the reptilian brain, we are avoiding, we are avoiding death, we are desiring to survive. And one thing that humans possibly fear just as much as death is exile, is being, you know, separated from the community, from the clan, from the group. Because this all goes to like back in the day. So back in the day, humans weren't the biggest, the fastest, or the strongest animals out there. So they couldn't just like fight their way to survival. So what did they do? Well, they lived in communities and tribes and they believed in strength and numbers. And beyond that, they believed that their strength, part of their strength was their ability to collaborate, to work together and to use their intelligence. And ultimately what they learned along the way was that people who played nice, people who got along with each other, people who were a part of the community, they survived. So to be a part of the group was to be safe. Fitting in equals safety. Let me know if this is resonating with anybody. So therefore, we have developed this deep ingrained part of us that has this deep, 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 deep desire and even survival mechanism to be liked and loved by others that needs to be a part of the group, that wants to be approved of, uh, approved of and this programming goes so deep for our survival because to be ostracized, to be shunned, to be you know, disowned by a group is risky AF. That could mean death. That could mean having to figure it out on your own. And if you're on your own, then that's not safe. You might not survive. So when you're thinking about your true calling, the soul work that you're meant to do in this world, who you are, it's so deeply connected to your identity and to your true identity. However, being the smart social creature that you are, you know that maybe your true identity might not largely be accepted by others. So, which on a fundamental and biological level makes you want to shut it down, to dim it, to change it. And this is a huge, huge problem. Genevieve said, I feel like my teenage years and 20s were spent so hard trying to fit in with others. Yeah, samezies, totally. So this is something that you'll see a lot more inside of the certification and something we talk a lot about, but this is the logical levels of change. And essentially what happens is I'm like, how much do I want to go into this? Basically, a lot of coaches, a lot of programs, they try to um, create change on the behavior and the environmental level. But this is a very low level of change. It doesn't create immediate and lasting change. 
At the highest part is identity. And this is where true change is created. And so our identity is at the top of the pyramid. And so if you feel like it's not safe for you to be the truest version of yourself, then everything else in your life is going to be affected by this decision. And your reality isn't going to look or feel like the most aligned, most abundant, and most fulfilling version that deep down you know that you're destined for. So if you feel like it is not safe to be the true you, and if you feel like you have to pretend to be somebody else or deem your identity for whatever reason, then everything else is going to be dulled down, dimmed down, dumbed down because of it. And then the results that you experience are not going to feel so good. So we'll come back to talking about this more in the certification, but I just wanted to present it here because identity is huge. And a lot of the times when I'm working with leaders, they do not feel safe to be themselves. So when people think of being shunned, cut off, or not accepted by people around them, they're like, ah, yeah, no, thank you. Because like we just said, to be shunned and ostracized is as good as a death sentence. So why would you put yourself in that situation? It doesn't make sense. Here's some good news though. While yes, being a part of a group is really important for our well-being, it's still important. We will not die if a group of people don't like us or if a group of people reject us. There are other groups out there. There are other people who share the same values, interests, et cetera, and who desire to be connected with others like them. So you are so needed to step up and share your voice and your truest truth, both for yourself and, you know, to really help the world as well. So you can be a beacon of light that is going to guide other people back to their truest truth as well. So true fulfillment and purpose comes from living your truth. Very simple, but it's not always so simple in action. So we were all born with the core of us. So this is the infinite part of us that is all powerful, all magical. But over the years, this core has been covered up in layers of conditioning, false beliefs, untruths that have caused you to question yourself and your potent power. So these are the masks that we wear to fit in. They're the personas we've developed to try and make sure that we are lovable and acceptable to others, to ensure we live safely within societal, familial, cultural, et cetera, norms and expectations of us. They really aren't the true us. What is really and truly us is hidden behind these masks. So just want to check in. Is this landing? Is this making sense with all of you who are here? Give me some hearts. Give me some words. <laughs> Let me know if this is landing before I keep going. All right. So behind these masks is our core truth. It is the purest version and essence of who we are. It is our sacred gold. So I love me some alchemy talk. And I very much believe, just like Carl Jung, that the gold alchemists were seeking to create from base metals was, you know, one in the same as doing things like shadow work. 
So 100%, 1,000%, 10,000%, amazing. <laughs> so with alchemy, we can't just discard the base metals and be like, oh no, these are lesser than, so we're not even gonna look at this. We're gonna hide them, we're gonna put them away. We have to learn how to use them and alchemize them so they can lead us to the gold. So the lead turns to gold. And the same goes for shadow work. So we need to stop discarding these parts of us and instead embrace them and integrate them so they can illuminate the gold that has always been inside of us to begin with. Okay, awesome. Everybody is on board. Amazing. So WTF is a shadow. We have a little quote here from Carl Jung. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. So we're going to come back to this in a, in a little bit, but I just wanted to kind of share that and implant some seeds here. So your shadow is everything about you that you try to hide, suppress, deny, or ignore because you believe them to be bad, taboo, or wrong. So you're putting them in the unconscious. You're putting them in the bag or hiding them in the closet or locking them away in a box and pretending they're not there, but they are most certainly there. Your shadow can come in the form of traits, desires, characteristics, emotions, feelings, and thoughts. And interestingly enough, there may be positive qualities that you also deny or disown because you don't believe yourself to be worthy or you just can't see yourself possessing these things. So anything you're denying or disowning is what is put into shadow. It can be good or it can be bad, but anything that you're like, nope, that's not mine, that's not me, that's not available to me, that's never been a part of me, whatever it is, that is being put into shadow, okay? So let's talk about how the shadow is formed. Like we were talking about, we all enter the world like in our truest essence. We enter the world with the ability to express a wide range of emotions, thoughts, and characteristics. And as babies, we don't know right from wrong. But somewhere along the way, we start to pick up ideas around what's good and what's bad, right? So let's just say when you were younger, you have a sister and she stole your toy and you got angry and you like grabbed her, maybe like you like slapped her. You then got punished for this emotion and this action. Or maybe you were at a sleepover with friends and you were acting super silly and super loud and your friend's mom scolded you for being disruptive. So as you can see, most of the time, these are things that we learned were not okay to possess or express from a very young age, perhaps by parents, teachers, or other figures in our lives. And as a result, we have created much shame and embarrassment around these things. And we try to avoid them like a plague and shove them away for fear of being made fun of, ostracized, or punished. So let's go back to this. So maybe you learned that when you got angry, like your anger is not a good thing. To be angry is dangerous because you're gonna get punished. You're gonna be put in trouble. You are going to remove yourself from being loved by your caretaker. 
or with a sleepover with friends, you might then realize like being loud, being silly, like that is not okay. People get angry at you when you're loud and when you express yourself. So these things can seem really insignificant thinking about it right now in like our conscious mind. But as a child, this really is imprinted on a deep subconscious level and it really affects us at the core. So the problem with shaming your shadow, the problem with shaming your shadow is that those elements are a part of you, whether you like them or not. So by trying to cover up and ignore these aspects of you, you're hating on yourself. And honestly, what good has that ever done anyone? Probably hasn't done any good. So all we are doing is disowning parts of ourselves, which in turn is disempowering us. And the ironic thing about all of this is that even if we try to get rid of these shady, shadowy sides of us, they're still there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Fallon says, oh my God, yes, when I cried, I was always told I was too emotional. Yeah, so a lot of the times we've been told that, like if we are crying too much, we are too emotional or, you know, reel it in, like be tough. And so we learn how we should behave or how we shouldn't behave when we put those other aspects like away and we try to disown them to be accepted by our caretakers, by society, by our community, etc. So here's the thing though too, the more we try to ignore them, the more they're going to show up, but in ways that we, you know, don't expect and that we can't control. And so the shadow can come to life without you being fully aware of what's happening. And that is when the shadow side can be scary. So it's like, I like to use uh, the metaphor of, you know, uh, a ball that you're playing with like in a pool. If you have like a beach ball or basketball or something and you're in a pool and you're trying to stuff it down, stuff it down, like it works for a little bit, but then it like pops up and like everything splashes in your face. And it's uncontrollable. So that's what happens when we try to suppress the shadow. It's going to pop up in unwanted and undesired ways that can really have detrimental effects. So our conscious desires create our reality. So some of these examples are like a little aggressive, but it's what can happen when the shadow is suppressed. So think about it. Have you ever been super angry and tried to suppress your anger all day only to have it pop out in the form of road rage on your drive home and then you get into an accident? Or maybe you've been craving more attention and the spotlight in your business, but you're too embarrassed to own that desire. You're like, no, like I shouldn't want fame. Like I'm just gonna suppress that. That's like very superficial me, suppress, suppress, suppress that you accidentally go about attracting unwanted attention and publicly humiliate yourself in some way, shape or form. Or maybe you've had a desire for more spice and adventure in your relationship, but you're too scared to voice that to your partner for whatever reason. And so you end up either completely sabotaging the relationship or maybe you have an affair you cheat on the person you like didn't want to, but all these like ways of suppressing, they pop up in unwanted and undesirable ways. So like I said, some of these are more extreme than others, but these are things that have happened for people. 
So maybe none of these have happened for you, but the point is the more we stuff things down, the more they express and manifest themselves in unwanted and unexpected ways that can be detrimental to our lives. So in order to own our true power, to experience fulfillment and attract all that we desire, we must acknowledge and own and integrate all parts of us, especially our shadows. So some important things to keep in mind. When doing shadow work, it's important to invoke the three C's. So the first C is compassion. Working with the shadow is not necessarily a feel-good thing all the time, although it can be. And so it's important that we are leaving criticism at the door and it's instead we have this radical self-love and compassion for ourselves and for others. Candor. So honesty is crucial in order to get the most out of your shadow exploration. The more open and honest you are about your shadows and what your history has been, the more you're going to get out of it. And the third C is curiosity. So it's really important to approach all this with a non-judgmental and open mind. Staying curious will help you dig deeper into aspects of yourself and will allow for some really incredible and transformational insights. So we're going to talk about a few ways that you can start to play and work with your shadow. I do a really fun exercise inside of Quantum Shift and inside of the certification um, that is very illuminating for people and people are like, whoa, what the heck? We're not going to do that here today because we don't have time to do it, but there are a lot of different profound exercises that we can do with shadow work. And so again, this is just a very brief introduction and we're skimming the surface, but hopefully it will pique your curiosity in shadow work and inspire you to do some more of it. Uh, let's see how my parents, peers might speak of others shaped a lot of how I feel I should act. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. All of that really affects us. So there's this saying in shadow work, if you spot it, you got it. So if there's a quality that you notice in other people that totally triggers you, then more likely than not, it's a part of your shadow and it's something you're disowning. So this can go for aspects you perceive as negative, such as somebody being arrogant, judgmental, or cruel, as well as aspects you perceive as positive, such as someone being like super outgoing or charismatic or attractive. So the qualities that you're noticing a lot in others, whether good or bad, indicate your shadows and the things that you personally have difficulty owning. So by shaming, ignoring, discrediting, or suppressing certain qualities or characteristics, you aren't fully activating and integrating all aspects of you, which means you're cutting yourself off from your potent power. So I want you to think about what are some things that maybe you see people doing or being or expressing that really get under your skin for whatever reason you're just like oh my god that drives me nuts it drives me crazy or maybe you place someone like so high on a pedestal and you're like oh my god they're god's gift to earth like they're so this and they're so that and da 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 what are those things get really specific write them down and just take a moment to like Think about both the people that drive you nuts and the people who you are like, oh my God, they're everything. I could never be like that. Because these are indications of the shadows that you are suppressing or disowning. 
And so with the negative side of things, like let's just say that there is somebody who um, you see out in the world and it drives you crazy, like how opinionated they are, right? Like you're just like, oh my gosh, shut up. Well, guess what? There is a part of you that you're disowning. You're disowning your opinionated side. You're maybe disowning your truth. You're disowning your ability to be fully expressed. And it's something that you're actually really desiring to do and craving to do probably, but you're feeling perhaps triggered or um, up against an edge when someone does that because it's simply reflecting back to you something that you could own, but that you are having trouble doing. So another way to do this is to be a witness. So notice how you react to others. As you go about your life, notice how you react to certain people. So for example, if you go on Facebook and you see someone celebrating a huge milestone, what's your immediate reaction? Are you inspired? Are you jealous? Are you filled with rage? What about their share spurred on this reaction? Is it that they hit a goal that you've been desiring yourself? Or are they getting attention that you seek? Know that this person is simply showing you what's available to you and all the qualities you're noticing in them, you have within you. So ask yourself, how can you start to cultivate these? How can you see that these are inside of you as well? You can use the spell work as well for this training. If you're watching and you're not a part of uh, Rich Witch Academy, it's totally free. Just go to IamARichWitch.com and you can download the spell work for this. So inside of this, I want you to just think about like, what are the reactions that you're having to people? And maybe again, it could be that you see one person celebrating and it's totally fine and no big deal but then you see somebody else celebrating and it really irks you, it really gets to you. So what about them is driving you nuts? What about them are you getting triggered by? And most likely it's because you think that they have something that you don't. You think they have something that's outside of you, but that's not true. So if you can zone in on what you think that thing is and actually own it for yourself and cultivate it for yourself, then it's gonna totally change the game. Another example is if you're out to dinner at a restaurant and someone next to you is being incredibly rude to the waitstaff and it's driving you nuts. And you can't help but think, what an asshole. They're so arrogant and pretentious. Chances are you also possess that arrogance and pretentiousness or impatience inside of you as well. So while, yeah, you may never speak to somebody like that, it's still a part of you. And there's still a part of you that is arrogant, that is pretentious, that is impatient. And when you make it okay, when you love that part of you, when you integrate that part of you, things get to shift. And sometimes it's not always geared at others, but it could be at yourself. So if somebody is being rude, how are you being rude to yourself? In what ways are you being an asshole to yourself? And once you recognize that, how can you give compassion to yourself and get curious about how you can give maybe more love to yourself instead, while also not shaming or blaming yourself but just being able to shift things. Okay. 
The next way to explore some shadows is to get lost in a story. So if you're an avid book reader or movie watcher or TV show watcher, the next time that you find yourself watching a show or a movie or reading a book, pay close attention to the characters, especially the protagonist and the antagonist. Start to notice what characteristics, emotions, and actions you see in them that you also see in yourself. Explore how have you been the hero, the good student, the helper, the lover, these are different archetypes. And how have you been the bully, the victim, the manipulator, the crazy one? Write down any and all similarities, especially the ones that you're resisting or denying. And write down any that are triggering you in any way, shape or form and allow yourself to get curious about why that is and how you can own these pieces and parts of you. We're also gonna start, we're, or we will talk about how we can look at the low and high expressions of these um, because we might not want to like be a victim in our lives or we might not wanna be a manipulator, but there's high and low expressions of this and there's actually positive ways to manipulate and negative ones. So we want to invoke the positive or the ones that are beneficial to us and to others. So these are the high and low expressions. So you're going to, let's see, Fallon says, ah, oh my God, I'm thinking about how Cheryl from Riverdale and how she bothers me so much. And I'm thinking, I actually love her bluntness and obsession with herself, LMAO. <laughs> yes, so again, like what is, like what medicine does she have for you? Because oftentimes there's really a medicine or there's a gift inside of, the people who drive us nuts and who like rub us the wrong way or push against our edges. And they're offering something that we can heal or integrate or own within ourselves. Okay, so start to look at your shadows in their highest and their lowest expressions. So I have this shadow of competition. And so in its lowest expression, I've seen it as jealousy. And in its highest expression, I've seen it as confidence. And so there are two sides of the same coin. And so when I can give love and compassion to that jealousy and also learn how to work with it in a new way, then things can shift and change. Inside of the certification, we'll also be talking about how you can invoke the power of archetypes to help you shift from a low to a high expression. And it's really powerful. So I could compete because I'm jealous and I hope that others will suffer and fail in order for me to win. Or I could compete, could compete because it's fun and I love the thrill and I have the confidence that no matter what happens, I'm a great person and I'm still the winner. Again, regardless of what's happening with those around me. So you wanna to start to look and see like what are the highest and lowest expressions. So for somebody who is like manipulative, the low expression could be that like you are completely um, like trying to like make people do things that are out of integrity for them, for your own benefit or whatever. But the highest expression, you could be manipulative and it could be a really great thing. So for example, using various NLP techniques and tools and stuff, that is manipulation. 
because manipulation is just changing or shifting something. It's transforming something. So with any tool, you can use it for good or for evil, right? And so if we are manipulating a situation where a client is like in total despair, where they are only able to stay stuck in their current reality and their current identity script. So we talked about this yesterday and they're looping on these negative patterns over and over again. That's not helping them. That's not helping or serving anybody. But if we're able to help manipulate the reality, if we're help, are able to help them see things in a new way and manipulate their perception of the facts of their situation, then we can change their entire coding and they can actually create a new identity script to live into and therefore completely shift the reality. So manipulation can be a really great thing when expressed in its highest expression. So I hope that this is making sense. So the key to manifesting is shadow work. Anything and everything you desire is yours once you can dance with your shadow. So leadership and legacy, a thriving business, passionate love, incredible friendships, thriving health and wellness, experience and possessions, whatever you desire, once you can dance and play and seduce your shadows, it's all yours. So let's look at your leadership and your legacy. You currently have everything inside of you right now that you need to become the leader you desire to be. Right here, right now. So the only thing stopping you from fully tapping into your potent power are your shadows and your relationship with them and the beliefs that you hold. Without activating all aspects of you, you cannot fully step into your truest self and your highest leadership. When you put certain aspects into shadow, you're creating stories of why these aspects are bad, which in turn creates stories of why you're bad, not enough, not important or wrong. And these stories play over and over and over again in your head and they ultimately create beliefs that you wholeheartedly believe to be true. These beliefs that affect your thoughts, which affect your actions, which affect your reality. So this is really powerful stuff. And it's so powerful that it stops you from becoming the leader you know you're meant to be and establishing the legacy you know you were born to create. So when attempting to go to the next level or experience your next quantum leap, it is so crucial that your shadows are acknowledged and healed and integrated to move forward. So I want to know who is the true you that you are ready to claim? because it's really time to stop focusing on what other people are going to think. Asking things like, will they approve? Will they still love me? Will this make them happy? Enough of trying to live for someone else. This is your life. It is meant to be lived by you. And the truth is that most of the time, the people you're aiming to please and appease are so consumed with their own bullshit and wondering, about what other people's perceptions of them are that they're not even like paying attention to you, right? So some journal prompts that I would love for you to consider are, how do you want to spend your life, your time, your money, your energy? Who do you know you are at your core? How do you want to be in your everyday life? What is your purpose? What is the legacy you are ready to claim and create? 
And what is your next action step to fully embody the truest version of you? And how can you start to work with your shadows in order to really come into your truest, most authentic expression and power? In some ways, I can see how jealousy in someone who is confident in the center of attention can be beneficial to explore and allow myself to give space for being that person. But for someone who is rude to staff at a restaurant, it's not a trait I would like to explore. I'm just a little confused at how I could explore the latter, but with a positive outcome. Yeah, so for example, somebody who is rude to somebody at a restaurant, that is a very low expression and that is not something that we probably want to do. We probably don't want to be rude, but they are probably speaking their truth. They're speaking their mind. Maybe it's not in a great expression and they're not doing it in a healthy way, but they are showing you maybe how they're speaking up for themselves. And so where in your life are you not speaking up for yourself? Where are you not expressing your truth? Where are you not holding boundaries? So where maybe example, for example, like if the service was just like absolutely terrible and the person's being rude, maybe you would never do that. But where in your life are maybe people being terrible to you or is our expectations not being met? and you're not standing up for your truth and um, putting those boundaries into place. So again, it doesn't have to be by being rude, but it can just be a higher expression of being able to express your truth, being able to state your boundaries, being able to make sure that people aren't walking all over you, et cetera. So I hope that that's clear. And then there are also ways where you can healthily express some of these things. So, so often we're told not to be angry, to never show anger, but there might be anger in your life and for like good reason. And so when we can actually have safe spaces to express our anger, to fully emote in a safe like container, it is really incredible what's able to transform and again, like this is just a very brief introduction. There's so much more to this. Catherine says, yes, great reframe on expression of the shadow. Yeah, so sometimes we have to get like a little bit creative and it's a reframe of how we can express things. Gina says, one of the best things I was taught by my coach about jealousy was that when we feel jealousy, we can ask them, or sorry, we can look at them and ask, what about them do I want? Is it money, app, boyfriend? whatever, and then ask ourselves, am I 10,000% willing to do whatever it takes to get that too? And if not, then you can be like, okay, cool, let it go. But if you are, then getting in the arena with them where you can learn from them, etc. Yeah, so I always say like jealousy is one of the most profound compasses and indicators of what we desire. So you have to always try it on and see like if it's true for you, um, or if it's maybe just like an ego thing and you're like, oh, like I just want all like that money and fame because like that would feel really good, but maybe it's not a true desire. It's just like, meh, mm, I don't know. So like you were kind of saying, if you actually like did, had to do like what it takes to get it and it doesn't feel good, then maybe that's not for you. Or maybe there's a new path to explore. If you really want that result for whatever reason, then maybe you can explore more like your way of doing it. Um, but it can be an indicator that shows us like what we want for ourselves or what kind of flavor we want for ourselves. Let's see. 
Amber says, I feel like as someone who one has a lot of planetary positions where I am meant to facilitate and transformation for others combined with two being raised in a really unloving home, I feel like can be really rude sometimes. So tell me more about that and rude. Um, these are all just like perceptions as well. Like what you think is rude, someone else might not think is rude and what you don't think is rude, someone else might think is rude. Um, but are there ways like that you feel like you can, if you, if there's like this quality of rude, how can you have compassion for yourself and love for yourself and also see like, what's the higher expression or what's a way that you can, uh, like, why are you being rude? What do you think is underneath that? And is there a better way? So usually like there's a higher intention. So we're being rude because we maybe we want like attention or maybe we want to be heard. Is there a different way that you can be heard or get attention that would actually feel better for you and for others? Uh, let's see. I don't ever intend to be rude. I just get to a point where I just let what I'm feeling out. Yeah. And so I think that being able to express yourself is very healthy and important. So how can you make sure that you're consistently expressing yourself and sharing your truth in a way um, that feels really good and powerful and like positive for you? Uh, yes. Okay. Now I understand. I'm terrible for expressing my feelings for fear of upsetting someone. Say I get a wrong order at a restaurant. I will most likely complain with whoever I'm with, but say everything is great when the server comes around. So it's slipping that emotional retreat to a positive expression. Yeah. And then like, also, how is it actually serving you? Um, so if you're still complaining, you're not getting your needs met. So there's probably like a nice way that you could go about sharing a speech. Like you don't have to be like, oh my God, this is terrible and ridiculous and you got my order wrong. It could just be like, hey, just so you know, uh, I ordered X and I got C. Is there any way that you could, you know, get me X instead or whatever? Like there's like a, there's a nice way. There's a positive way that you can handle the situation while being communicative, getting your needs met and being respectful of the other person too. And so like all of these areas or all these things can also be connected to other areas of your life. So if you're not expressing what you desire and what you want at a restaurant, where else are you doing that in your life? Are you maybe like with a partner or with friends or with family, like something's going on and it drives you crazy, but then you're going to complain about it to somebody like on a phone call, but you're not telling the person what's going on so they can never change. And you're basically expecting them to mind read. So this like has so many different threads in so many areas of our life, of our lives. Yeah, cool. All right, this is all awesome. So. This is great to just start to explore. Like I said, there's so much more going on here. I would love to hear your reflections and also be sure to take time inside of the spell work to go through the prompts and just be on the lookout for these things. So what are you walking away with? What's your number one takeaway? How do you see shadow work being helpful for you inside of your life and your business? What is possible for you if you decide to explore your shadow side more? How is shadow work beneficial to your clients? 
What shadows commonly come up for them? Where do they get stuck? What are you committed to doing moving forward to learn more about your shadows and embrace all parts of you? So I'd love to hear any more um, takeaways or questions or things that you have around this. And like I said, this is the tiny tip of the iceberg. We will dive a lot deeper into this inside of the certification and how you can also really work with your identity to tap into the truest and the most aligned version for you. So a lot of, so we can teach shadow work like very, um, what's the word? Like, like I am today, like presenting it like this is shadow work. Da, 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 da. Now, a lot of our certification students are like, oh my gosh, like I want to learn more about shadow work. And we've actually been doing it like the entire time. So it's integrating pieces and parts of us and making them whole really and truly. So um, everything that we do in the certification too is all around identity work. And that is what creates the biggest shifts. So some of the examples here, um, I'm just going to share a couple of testimonials from people is they said, I just wanted to share this here because I don't know where else to, and I'm so stoked, but this month I've officially made over 10 K in my business and it was easy AF for the first time ever. And this is big because for years I've been dreaming of earning 10 K and that when I did, I would be successful. But now here I am earning 10 K and feeling like it's a part of my identity now. And to think in June when I signed up, I was like, oh, that's expensive. So talking about the certification being expensive. But I smashed my doubt and instead believed that if I just invested in something that felt a little out of reach for me, um, then I would see amazing results and growth. Already just making that choice, I'm seeing crazy stuff happen internally and externally. So I always say you could think of the investment as expensive or as expansive. And the choice is yours and will make all the difference. Someone else shared, uh, you know, the top takeaway or learning, for, I think it was from a training that we did, really the powerful AF reminder that I am full in full control of my reality and that I get to choose to shift in order to create the reality I deeply desire. Feeling really effing empowered and ready to create some magic. New belief I'm ready to and already putting into place. The world deeply wants to see me in my spiritual wholeness, practices, and gifts. I've honestly felt really called and excited about incorporating some really awesome practices into my offerings like channeling, but I felt terrified. After the seemingly tiny reframe yesterday, I had this incredible flash of insight today about an offering around this I'm going to be sharing with my audience this week. And I feel so confident about it and so aligned. Lay freaking whoa, that happened fast. So a lot of the work that we're doing is all about being able to tap into your truest desires, to really do what your soul has been calling you to do and claiming it. Another person shared, what the what? Just finished a 90 minute one-on-one -on -one brand strategy session with a dream client. And she was raving at the end of the call that I'm one of the few people she's worked with that are so highly intuitive and connected to source. Thank you. I received that. I never heard any comments about my energy, intuition, et cetera, until about a month ago. And now I've been hearing it all the time. It's been a combination of things, but I'm finally her, my quantum co-creatrix, highest, truest self. I felt the switch inside and it feels especially validating to hear it from other people. Thank you for celebrating with me. I appreciate all of you. This feels like a safe space where I can share this without sounding like I've gone off the deep end. This person has done such profound transformation 
And she was able to like take the straight lace business branding uh, business that she has and really weave in the more woo, the taboo, the deeper subconscious programming techniques, her intuition. And by doing so, her clients are getting the benefits. They are like experiencing so much more magic from her. And then she also shared that she went on to like experience like the utmost sexual fulfillment and have like an amazing two days of sex with her partner that like, previously like was feeling, you know, like a little dry there, but was like celebrating that big time. And also she broke through her first 50K plus cash month recently. And so this is what's possible when you integrate all aspects of you, when you work with the deep subconscious and the identity on the identity level, it is so powerful. Yes, Pamira said, that's gonna be me. Yes, you're next, 100%. So it's just so cool. And I wanna share another example too. Someone said, hey ladies, um, I hope you're doing well. This was after the in-person event that we had, or I hope you're integrating well. I brag, I took the past few days off to just be. So it's not necessarily about more doing, just being and allow everything that happens to just integrate. Prior to the event, I found myself really censoring myself in the areas of my life. And even at the beginning of the event, I was still holding on to a story that I was too much for most people and not everyone would really get me. During the shamanic journey that my guide was none other than Mary Magdalene and she led me into a cave in the shape of a pussy and along the walls are all things sacred sexual priestess and told me she chose me and that my work needed to incorporate more spirituality alongside the deep and profound sexuality work I already do. To say I doubted this was an understatement. Since the event, I've been sitting with this and so clear on what I need to do to move forward. No more slashing my pricing. I have crafted a receive with ease intensive where I combine the NLP stuff and the work I've already been doing for the most potent feminine power activation. And then she goes on to share a couple more things that she's been inspired to do because of it. Um, so she was saying like, I have a lot coming up around this, mainly who the hell is going to want this, but it feels so right and juicy and it is totally and a total fucking turn on for me. Also, I have struggled to feel fully self-expressed or fully express my relationship that same old too much story. And when I came back, I allowed myself to be completely uncensored about my experience in Boston. So I am just celebrating me, taking the time and space to integrate, really owning the fullness of who I am and what I offer and the amazing reconnection to my power and myself that I allowed last week. P.S. it still feels a bit scary to share all this. So I figured I would practice here as I am sending out an email to my list with all the things today. So she went on to have an amazing Black Friday with so many different sales. She uh, then sold one of her spots into this higher level program that she was talking about for 10K, et cetera. So it just goes to show the power of this work and what's possible when we are integrating all of these pieces. It is really fucking amazing. So I just want to remind all of you that we are enrolling for the Integrated Alchemy Practitioner Certification. We start in February, at the end of February, but now is when you are able to get the lowest pricing. And remember, we have the birthday bonus. So not only are you getting $1,000 off the total price, but you're gonna get $444 off your first payment. 
and we've extended the payment plan. So you can join with an 18 month payment plan. And so when you get $444 off the first payment, you can get started for as little as $220 when you enroll today, which is so fucking exciting. And I've been loving reading the applications that you've been sending through. So thank you for taking the time to do that. I so honor you. And it's so exciting to see those of you who are ready to step into this. So if you haven't filled up the application and you are desiring to join us, make sure you go to, let me type this out for you. Um, let me type it in the comments. If you just go to www.lexidangelo.com forward slash IAPC dash application, you can fill it out. This is only good until Sunday, okay? So this expires Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. In order to get the code for the bonus, you must apply, and it takes us some time to read through the applications. So even if you are on the fence or you have some questions, I highly recommend applying ASAP because you're gonna get more clarity around it. You're gonna be able to ask any questions inside of the application. Um, and you can always message me over at Lexi D'Angelo. So I will put my Instagram, Instagram.com. You can message me at Lexi D'Angelo or at Integrative Alchemy. Either, uh, either one is perfect. And let me just do this here. Integrative Alchemy. So, so many people too have been so concerned about the price of the program. I think I have... Where is it? Um, I thought I had another example. Okay, here it is. So um, this was Amber. Amber, you're here live. She was sharing this yesterday in one of the comments. She was saying that, let's see. She was sharing like all this amazing stuff about what she got from the in-person event. And then she was saying, you know, feeling literally, okay, literally feeling to the fullest what a rich AF, which I am and how much love and support I have inside of the certification. I knew I had to make this happen, even though it literally didn't mathematically add up on how I'm able to invest. It's always worked out. And I want to be that woman that invests in herself. Um, and then she also shared, I was like, oh my God, these are huge. Like, thank you for sharing the lessons and the wisdom. And she's like, yeah, like those are just a few of the wins I've had. I mean, I didn't share about 10 X in the price of my offering and getting paid for the new pricing of it. So it, at the retreat, she was able to, and throughout the program, she was able to recode on the conscious and subconscious level to the identity of somebody who 10x their prices. And then she raised them and she got paid for these two, these new 10x prices, which is so fucking awesome. Um, somebody else was just saying how they made 14K with their deck creation course launch. And, you know, so many new ideas are flowing in and solidifying for the business and they can't wait to add in even more tools like after they're certified. So really exciting stuff. Another person shared, just signed up and it was the scariest decision I've ever made, but I told my limiting beliefs about money that I'll figure out how to make it work and money flows into my life with ease. I'm so excited. I've hit a plateau and I need something like this to give me the tools to be my highest self and show up for people. I've been shopping around for the solution to uplevel myself and create something even better. And I've been so hesitant to invest in another coach or another course. I am not sure why this spoke to me more than, more than any coach or person I've spoken to. So 
it's just, yeah, there are just so many things, like so many love notes. Um, Kristen was saying she really does have the best of this content. I'm going through one of her programs right now with my jaw hitting the floor. I've been diving into work around, or I've been deep diving into work around my limiting beliefs for a couple of years now. This is beyond anything I've ever seen. I was so ready to find Lexi and it has been magic ever since. The unicorn magic toggle is just a bonus. Uh, someone was just sharing like, let's do this thing. I'm so ready to step into this space and the work uh, my higher self is calling to me. Um, I also want you to know that you are magic. I felt called to do a coaching program at the end of last year, yet nothing felt like magic until this, until you. Working with you in Quantum Shift, that's our 30-day program, showed me the power of this work and it showed me the power magic that is you. This feels like a big step that I'm excited, scared, so ready for it. I'm ready because I fully trust you as the guide. So, so much love, so much amazingness, but you are so hell. I so understand that there's that scared feeling, that uncertainty, like what if it doesn't work out, right? So there are a lot of what ifs. What if I don't know enough or I'm not expert enough or I don't have enough experience? I don't know if I'm meant for this. I'm scared. What if this doesn't work? So all of these thoughts, they're not your fault that these are running on repeat. We've spoken about this. This is your default reptilian code working, right? So what once let or kept us alive is now not, in, not allowing us to thrive. So we have to reprogram and recode our old wiring. So we have to recode it from one that is falsely trying to keep us alive and sensing these false threats and instead help wire it for success and true fulfillment and abundance. So most people don't know how the brain is wired and they do it purely from a mental approach, but inside of the certification, we do it from the mental, emotional, physical, somatic, and energetic and spiritual realms. We weave in all of these together. It's a highly integrative approach, hence integrative alchemy, integrative transformation, integrative magic. So once you join the certification, you truly become the 1% of the 1% of coaches and leaders and healers who not just understand all of this, but embody this on the next level. So there's really no need to worry if you'll be able to support people or help them get results. You can have the complete confidence and confidence and know that by the end of the certification, you're going to be able to facilitate miracle style results for yourself and for clients. And so instead of focusing on like, well, what could go wrong? Or like, this is the worst case scenario. I invite you to consider this instead. What if it all works out? What if this is the thing that changes your life forever? Because so many of our students have said that this is literally life-changing, that this has changed their life for good. What if you became a master at your craft and highly sought after and sold out? What would that do for you? What would that change? What would that make possible? And if you're thinking like, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds amazing. But I'll do it once I have more money or once I have more time or once I get my next client or finish this move or get married or get divorced or after my next child or once I leave my corporate job or once I receive the sign from the universe, yada, 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 yada. There are always a million reasons why now isn't the time, but more importantly, there are a million reasons why now is the time and it's all about your perspective. And why would you wait? Why would you wait six months, a year, a few years from now to pursue something that you know is meant for you? Why would you wait when you be can become a master at your craft now, when you could be 100% confident and com 
are competent, there we go, about the miracle style results that you are able to facilitate for yourself and for other clients. Why would you wait when you can recode your identity and shift into the truest version of yourself and who you know you're meant to be? Why would you wait when you know you're going to be able to create two to 10K your, or sorry, two to 10 times your income, right? Or work half the amount of hours all while doing what you love. Why would you wait when you finally are able to have the support and the sisterhood that you've always dreamed of so you don't have to scramble to figure it out on your own? And why would you wait? Why would you waste your precious time, your money, your resources, your energy on solutions that are half-assed or that are so-so when you could get the real deal? And why wait when you could positively and profoundly impact your clients, your community in the world now? So all of our students, they didn't wait. It was scary. They had reasons why they shouldn't join. It didn't make sense on paper, but they did say yes. And the results have been amazing. So many incredible results and so many more that you can check out too. So just a couple more days left to get this amazing birthday bonus. I want to help you make the best decision for your current self and your future self. So if you have any questions, please let me know. But I would love for you to join us. And I would love for you to imagine what is available when you say yes to yourself. What is available when you apply now, when you enroll, when you celebrate yourself for taking this huge step, when you make that commitment, what gets to shift? And as you join us for our bonus call next week and you have all these amazing ahas, when you go ahead and you take the action and you embody this next level you, as you go through the orientation materials and things start to shift and change and move and groove, and then as you begin the program in February, as you master these tools and these skills and you're using them on yourself, you're using them with your clients and you're making more money than you ever have. You're working less than you ever have. You're feeling more fulfilled than you ever have. All the things in your life are coming together in ways that you could never imagine what becomes possible for you. You're probably gonna laugh and be like, oh my God, I can't believe that I was struggling with this decision. I can't believe that I waited for so freaking long because that's what our students have said. And I can say it until I'm blue in the face and I will continue to because I am so fucking passionate about the certification. I know that it is going to change your life forever. So I will sit here and I will talk about it nonstop because I just want more and more people to experience the power of this work and then to go on and create this massive ripple effect. But you can speak to the students inside of the certification. This Friday, we have two coaching panels, one at, uh, I think it's 11 a.m. Eastern and then 2 p.m. Eastern. And you'll be able to speak to people. You'll be able to hear them speak about this for themselves. We also have recordings from totally new uh, students. So people who are new coaches who are totally new to coaching before signing up and what their experience has been. So that's available in the portal. If you just go to iamarichwitch.com, you can watch the replays of those, but super powerful stuff. Whoo! All right. I would love to have you join us. If there's any way that I can best support you, please let me know. Please reach out. If you have any questions, reach out as well. Feel free to pop anything in the chat now if you're with us live. If you're watching the replay, share anything, tag me. 
or feel free to message me over on Instagram, but I am here to help you create your dream reality now to stop fantasizing about all this stuff and actually make it yours now. So if you're ready for that, I am ready to support you. My team is there for you and all the students inside are just the most supportive, amazing ever. So I am so fucking excited for you. Woo! All right. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Go through the spell work. Notice the shadows. Notice the things that feel like they're rubbing up against your edges and start to see how you can start to work and play with that. We have so much more that we go into about this inside of the certification. So stay tuned for that and definitely join us on our student panel on Friday or the two panels on Friday. So you can really hear from our students and not just me. All right. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you for joining me. I so appreciate you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed hanging out with me as much as I enjoyed recording this for you. And it would just mean the absolute world to me if you could go ahead and hit subscribe. And also, oh my gosh, you'd be the best ever if you could leave a review saying what you loved most about this show. And of course, feel free to share this with your biz besties, your mom, your dog, Anyone who you think would benefit from popping their earbuds in and taking a little listen. I appreciate you so, so much. And if you want to come and hang out with me on the interwebs, do some stalking, do some creeping, then you can find me at Lexi D'Angelo on Instagram, L-E-X-I-D-A-N-G-E-L-O. And also on Facebook, you can find me facebook.com forward slash the Lexi D'Angelo. Have an amazing rest of your day and I will see you next time.